Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give you guys all a shout out for all the love and support that you continue to show the show. I truly appreciate you guys, of course, to Rogue Media Network with Mike and Mason are out there right now producing this episode. Thank you guys so much for all you do for me behind the scenes. I truly appreciate it. And I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of digging the new aesthetic of the room, right? It's like super nighttime vibes. Like my guests might slide in my DMs after this. And until I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm in. I'm totally in for this. And then we got the candles. I was like, wait a minute. This is taking a different direction then I thought, listen, anyway, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by my boy David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office, darling. That's right. He'll help you buy a home or sell your property. We work together this year to look for my dream home. We're still looking. We're still looking. I'm not done just yet. All right. Follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea. Call the number on the screen. He's going to have you doing absolutely right. Call him today. David, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Oh my goodness, of course, to Anika Armstrong with Pee Wee's Crab Cakes of Texas, which is giving definitely dinner vibes. Yes, serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. Now, my favorite, of course, is the Krabby Seafood Pasta. I'm obsessed. Their brunch options are absolutely unrivaled as most is going to be having you slide in DMs. Best Cajun in town. 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt or order online at peeweescrabcakesoftexas.com to my girl, Nika Armstrong. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Arturo's Frame with my boy Arturo, my girl, Eva de la Cruz. They do wood framing for houses and all remodeling. They'll even help you build a home from the ground up. If you want that new dream home that you've been dreaming of your whole entire life, they're going to help you make that come to fruition. Hablan inglés y español también. Call the number on the screen for a free in-town consultation or follow on Facebook at Arturo's Frame. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Joseph Blancas with JB Auto Detailing. That's why he's got my new car looking super snackish. He provides mobile detailing for all of Waco in the surrounding area. That's right, the surrounding area promising 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Leaving your vehicle looking brand spanking new and absolutely fresh. He's got different packages. Follow on Facebook at JB Auto Detailing and check out his website at jbautodetail.net and book today to Joseph Blancas. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I can't go on without thinking my boy Juan Morales with Waco fencing and stuff. Now, listen, Juan builds privacy fences and chain link fences. Perfect for all that extra at home privacy. It's that thing that your house is missing. You never know. And then you want to go outside, walk around these types of ways. And Juan Morales is the fence. Okay. He also does demolitions, builds wood decks, stone patios, and gorgeous flower beds. Contact him with the number on the screen for your consultation to my boy Juan Morales. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of the public affair. I truly appreciate you, bro. And listen, I'm doing all my ads staring at the, myself in the monitor because <laughs> I don't know. I'm giving it's right. Isn't this? 
this room, it's different. No, normally, all my other episodes, it's like a little brighter. Yeah. We turned the lights off today because Mike got me some some candles for you, Austin. Listen, yeah. I'm so excited to be having my next guest here onto the show today, you guys. Now, this person, um, when I first moved to Texas, was the first person I ever, ever, ever met in Texas. I cannot believe that more than 15 years later, he is sitting here on my show. He's had his own things going on in life that I'm super excited to dive deep into. Not into him, just into it. Okay? <laughs> He's looking completely different than when I met him in high school back in Lorena when I first moved to this damn state. The Listen, I'm just so grateful to finally welcome Mr. Austin Montgomery, who's the owner of several businesses in town, including the Roof Company and Neil, host of his own podcast, The Growth Encounter. How you doing? How you doing? Man, I am doing great. I'm yes. Glad to be here. Thank you for waiting three years for me to invite you on here. I know. I mean, it's it's only been a hot minute. <laughs> it's been a whole minute. You you always sliding in the DMs, and I yeah, was excited I'm when like, you were first. Bro, doing when it. you gonna? Are you going to bring me on? Listen, in due timing. You know, a lot of people have waited a long time to come on the show. And now my show is just doing that now. You know what I mean? It's it's like you got a wait list now. I do have a wait list now. And I I, I really, I'm going to start hiring assistant. I'd be forgetting. I'd be forgetting about people. You know, it's true. I'm so sorry if I ever forgot about you. If if you reached out to me, reach out to me again, please. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, the rappers, they they all, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They do. I have one rapper on the show and then my fucking DMs are flooded for a month. Right. And nobody wants to sleep with me to be on the show. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to do that. I thought that's what show they just want to be on was. the show. They just want to be on the show for their that's shine. It. But what, what, how bad do you want to be on the show? Right. <laughs> right. You know, that only happened once. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Listen, Austin, I'm so excited to have you here on the show. Like I said, it, our, our relationship, I feel like, holds a special significance because when I first moved to Texas from New York, you were the very first person I ever met in the school bus on my way yeah. to Lorena Heights. I don't even know why I was over there. Yeah. Right. It was such culture shock to me. And you can't even imagine, you know? But um, it's so funny because Austin will tell you too, when I was in high school, I deepened my voice because I didn't want anybody to know that I was gay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Do you remember that? Did, did I do. You? Yes. It, okay. Like you would have never known. I would have never. Yeah. Never. I, did, I, did I play? I you mean, guys? I didn't know. Did I, I mean, play? So I did play you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was or like, is it because you guys were naive and it's a small town? Probably naive. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably very. Uh, I'd say ninety percent naive. Yeah. No, for sure. Was there anybody suspect in school though that you can remember that maybe I would have had a chance? Absolutely not. No, you don't think so? Like not. No, I mean, none of the, some of the teachers were kind of fine too. Like, um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> you know, like you, you wouldn't, you, I can't even think of anybody. Like, I was really? like, it, it was anybody gay in high school when we were in high school? No. Really? Are you sure? Well, not that I know. I mean, no. that's what I'm saying. I don't, I think we were naive <laughs> to it, you know? Yeah. Do I you, mean, that's 15 years ago. But do you think that being from Lorena, it wasn't as exposed to? Yeah. I yeah. Think as, do you exposure. think that's what it was? Okay. Like we knew about it, but like it wasn't, right, right. it wasn't like. But nobody was being gay. Yeah, I mean, you could tell people, hey, like, dude, you're being gay. Come yeah. on. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. But I wonder, like, you know, listen, okay, so we had PE together. I remember right. that too. And there right. was definitely a guy in our PE class that <laughs> I was just, I wanted to crawl over his white body. I can't fucking remember him. I will have Austin. to bring, do you have the yearbook? No, I don't because I only went to that school for like three months. But uh, I remember uh, there being one guy in what, that school. What grade was this? We were in ninth grade. We were freshmen because that's okay. when I moved to Texas. I will find the yearbook. We, yes, go find the fucking yearbook and tell me everything. Listen, <laughs> there was only like 10 of us in that damn school. Were they in the same grade? <sighs> yes. He was like super bulky. I remember that. He was super well, bulky. We didn't have very many bulky people <laughs> in our <laughs> No, but he was like big and fucking bulky. And I don't think he played football, though, because I think he was like an emo. White guy? Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys were all white. <laughs> Everybody was fucking white in that school. And then even the black people were white. It was, it was hey. so wild. It was. Listen, you guys, I'm telling you, I went to, listen, I have a lot of different kinds of guests on this show. The majority of them are from Waco, 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 right, South right. Waco, North Waco, East Waco. Okay. And then um, 
when, and then I graduated from Midway ultimately. But when I moved to Lorena, it was like so wild to me how all of you guys just, it was like white. It was, you know what I mean? Even the, the, the two black people that were in there were white as snow. And I was like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but, no, um, that's a fair statement. I'm not trying to be judgmental. You guys, no, no, no. I, I have get to, it. Listen, Austin, I have to say too. Yeah. Like, you were very kind to me. I'll never forget. You were very nice to me. Um, everybody was very nice to me in that school. Right, I'm right. just saying. Yeah, uh, I mean, we were just me. like we were, we were separated from the the city, man. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, Lorena's like right. Lorena's like becoming midway now, but for sure, you know, we. It's we, like right there now. Yeah. I hit your mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, it's like right there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but it it seemed like it was so far away when yeah. it was there because like we couldn't walk to the store. Yeah, or nothing like. What was life for you like growing up in Lorena? Mm, like, I mean, country life, man. Like, <laughs> like, did you we, grow up on a farm? No, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, like, we we grew yeah. up on some land, and we had we had you know cows at one point in time, chickens, okay. pigs, you name it. And I mean, chickens going across the road and really? everything like that. I, I mean, know, you know, my aunt's on a gravel the, road. We lived on a gravel. Yeah, road. no, I remember dropping yeah. you guys off, and you yeah. know, my my aunt still lives out there in the arena. That's yeah. why we lived out there. And when I drive to her fucking house, is dogs outside? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, you gotta like watch out for them. You do because they're not moving out of the way. No, and they won't. Yeah. they own the road. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. It's so wild to me. So life in Lorena, you listen, you know, uh, this is why I like having people like this show, number one, because like I have such a diverse group of guests on the show, right? And yeah. then like, you know, I, I had the other country white boy, Dakota, who I love, Dakota Wimberly, who I loved on this show. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, who got a lot of backlash for being on the show because my gay ass and I was flirting with him. But hello, if you would have seen Dakota Wimberly, you would have flirted with him too. Right. He's fine. You know, I mean? I, you know, I, and yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing to say somebody, a dude looks good or right. a woman to say a woman looks good. Like it's So, not, am, I mean, so Austin, am I you, fine? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you're a good looking dude. Dude, man, you're not. You're not. Listen, I'm not. I don't even think people are ugly, honestly. Like, right. I think if you're sitting there judging people and saying they're ugly, I'm like, man, I, I ain't got time to judge people. Well, that's very nice of you, but if a bitch comes at me, I'm gonna tell the bitch she's ugly as fuck. Well, <laughs> so I did that one time. Yeah, did you? I did that did at Billy Bob's, Texas. Oh yeah, she punched me in the face. Oh shit. It was it was the first date I ever had with. Is my that wife. grounds to? Oh really? Yeah. What? Story time. Did you punch her back in the face though? No, no. Yeah. My wife wasn't. She is she's my girlfriend at the time. She's a girlfriend. At the time. So yeah. we we go up to Billy Bob's and a yes. buddy of mine was like, "Oh, that's my ex," and she comes up and, like, no offense, but she had a crop top on and yeah. like her whole belly was hanging out <laughs> and I was just like, "Hey, you know, that's not the best look." No. And she's like, and she got all mad. And, right, right. And I was like, and I understand her being mad. I mean, do what you want. Was you know, there body reason, positivity? What, what prompted you to go up to her and say that, though? I didn't. She came up to me and was like, just being really outrageous about things. Oh, I got and, you. And okay. um, she is like, well, you're an asshole. Yeah. And um, she's like, I'm going to hit you. I said, well, do it then. Oh, my God. And she I mean, she you. reared back and she, she did. Now, did the, the girlfriend, face. did she jump in? Or I, your wife? No, she didn't. She was in the bathroom at the time. Oh. But like, I deserved it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I was young and stupid. I got you. I got you. But I, I wouldn't say that now to somebody. No, unless sure. they prompted it. You yeah, know, no. Well, people being a jerk. People me. Ju judge me all the time, so I'm gonna judge them back. I'm gonna fuck. Oh, dude, I get <laughs> like I get judged. Yeah, all the time. Isn't it wild? Time. It's yeah. so fucking crazy. But I don't care. I know. I want to go back to being gay in Lorena. No, I, there has to have been somebody that you thought. Dude, was like, I yeah, cannot like I am, for the life of me. Like I'm think like I'm rolling through all the people that were in our class and I, I can't think I of I wonder person. if I would have been like out at that time, right? If I would have been able to turn somebody cuz there was a lot of like there was a lot of potentials in there in that school. I have to say there was a lot of good looking guys in that school when we were in school together and I was right. like like that played football. Yeah. 
But those, I, dude, those are I, the sus ones. It, it can't be that different. Like you know what's crazy is okay, most wait. of the people that we went to school with, I don't even see them on social media. So like I don't. Oh I, really? Do you yeah. keep up with anybody? Or I mean, I keep up with a few of them. Yeah, but. Hardly any of them are on social media like I am. Uh, okay. So, I, I mean, that's the way well, I Well, they probably still don't know what social media is if they're probably living not. in the arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was your family life for you growing up, Austin? Like, your family dynamic and everything. Uh, would you st- can you just talk to us a little bit about your background and stuff like that? So, so my, because my, a lot of my viewers are probably like, who the fuck is this, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, so I was born in Fort Worth. Okay. And uh, my parents separated when I was, like, two years old. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't – I don't even remember it. Right, so, right. And then – I lived with my mom until my dad moved back down here to uh, Waco, mm-hmm. and um, I've known my stepmom. I, she's basically my mom. Right. She, she's known me since I can remember, right? For sure, for sure. And so I've got my dad, my stepmom, and then I've got my, my mom and my stepdad, and then I've got two brothers, two sisters. Yeah. And um, But I lived in Fort Worth until fourth grade i moved down here in fifth grade oh wow okay, okay. yeah and made the decision to uh move to my dad's mom wasn't really happy about it really but, okay you know i got the choice yeah you know, at right. that time and so moved down what, here. what was that all about though because a lot of times like in most instances it would seem like the kids would stay with the mother you know what i mean so yeah how, why did you get the option did they give you that option or um I, I think by law at that time you got the option at that age okay to choose like you wanted to live with your mom or dad right, or whatever right. and um for me like I loved hunting and fishing and being out in the country, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I moved down here with my dad. Oh, that's why you did that. You know, I was living up in the city. Yeah, and I mean, not that I didn't like it, but it wasn't. It didn't fit me. <laughs> no, and I got so, you. Okay, did that build resentment with your mother? You guys have a good relationship now? Yeah, or? yeah, okay. yeah. We all have uh, both my all four of my parents. We have a good relationship. Yeah, are they are they that are they the type of modern family now where they're all friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, they used to not. <laughs> no, no they, that's what's up. Part of it, you know, like they, they're fighting and shit. Yeah, they used yeah. to fight like all the time, but really, then really, like, okay. I was like, y'all either got to get over the shit or but that's it. Yeah. yeah. So it was life for you growing up. Was there any hardships or anything that you had to deal with out there? Or? Uh, you know, I mean, the the parental drama that you mm-hmm. usually deal with with separated parents, yeah. you know. But um, it wasn't. I I don't have any trauma in my life mm-hmm. that I had to deal with. Yeah, you know, no, I, for I was, sure. I was a good kid, you yeah. know, and did my thing, and I. I I lived a good childhood. Okay. You know, that, so that's what's good. up. You know what? I have, I have a really good question for you because, you know, and this is just me being just naive and stupid, right? Yeah. So seeing it from the outside and you growing up in Lorena and it's just like farm life and it seems like that's what everybody does, right? right you know right, what I mean? Right. So obviously now you own several different businesses. You're like this huge entrepreneur in town and I feel like a lot of people actually do know you. You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of mutual Facebook friends mm-hmm. and social media followers and blah, blah, blah. Um, how did you find that direction to take to to kind of veer off into the city life essentially you know what i mean because you're doing business here like in south waco and you have an office in franklin you know what i mean so how did what what did you do that was different man so i have always been a worker yes right and like i started working my eighth grade summer okay and i worked 40 hours if not more a week all through high school yeah for sure and so i didn't play any sports okay um and I barely like I graduated the like back ten percent of my class, not the top ten percent. <laughs> Listen, but he says that, but there's really only like fifty kids in our class, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> but so you know. were the top ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, dude, there was like, a, there was, there was a hundred and, uh, I think 113 people and I was like 108 or something. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, you know, okay. but I don't, I don't, like it's a number, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's the way I look at it. For sure. But for me, I got ahead in life okay. by my work ethic. Yes. You know, I, I skipped college. Okay. I worked and, um, 
worked several different businesses and eventually went on with my family's business and mm. I grew their business. Yes. And then now uh, this is Montgomery construction. Right? Yeah. Which yeah. Get into in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, eventually like, dude, I, so back in 2020, I went to an event in St. Louis and I, I'll uh-huh. tell you, this is where my life changed uh-huh. was going to this event and it like sparked a whole new thing in my life. Um, and I was like, I gotta go after it. Yeah, yeah. And was it dude? Did. Was it dude? Huh? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I was no. gonna say, was it Definitely experimenting not. in St. Louis? No, 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 know? no. No. Yeah. no, I went to a growth, like a, a, a business growth oh, event. Okay, okay, I got you. And it was, was a mindset joking. type thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? And I came back and yeah. I tried to promote it and bring that culture back into the company I was in. Yeah, for sure. And everybody refused it. Oh, they weren't having that. Yeah, they were like, no. Nah, well, a lot of them are probably set in their ways, though, exactly. right? Don't you think? They're very comfortable. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. They're, they're not prone. To, no, not honestly, because like you guys from, from the country living and all that yeah. stuff, it seems like a lot of people are just kind of reserved to their to their ways. You know what well, I mean? Well, you know, and it's I wouldn't say it's so much country living because, like, okay. dude, I still live out in the country. I, right. I live on eight acres. I've got cows. Yeah. You know, I, I still live that life. And, you know, I, but, dude, you'll see me dressed some days in jeans and boots yeah. and then you'll see me in my built gear. Yeah, for sure. You know, it just really depends on the day of what I feel like. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't classify, classify myself as a city person or a country boy. Like I'm just me. Yeah. You're just doing that's, you. that's yeah. just who the hell I am. Listen, that's just me being judgmental though. Yeah. Stop it. Because, yeah, I know. You know. <laughs> listen from New York, we didn't have country. Like right, not in right. Long Island. We had the beach right. everywhere. And then I moved fucking here. <laughs> and I was like, what is it? Listen, you guys even judge, like, and I have to say too, you, you just look different. Yeah. From 15 years ago. I well, just, the, the, this is the a product of my wife. I, oh, okay. I got you. Well, shout like, out shout out to her. Yeah, yeah. Because Austin used to be like the, the Wrangler, right? Yep. The, the fucking cowboy boots yep. and the shirt. I mean, I still got there. it. And I still no, wear it. No, that's great. Now. But that's how you all dressed. And yeah. I was not dressing that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was so wild to me. Like, I don't know. It was just... It's just kind of bringing back a lot of memories, right, you right. Know? And I just have to know that somebody should have wore that today. You should have fucking wore that today. I don't know why you and did a not. Cowboy hat. And listen, I, I just know somebody was curious for me. I just know they were, and I really want yeah. you to just tell me who it was. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay so so you know, you, you take the the business route of things, okay? Yep. And you, you get into um, business with Montgomery Construction, which I definitely want to get into. But you know, a conversation that I really wanted to touch with you on before we continue was, um, and, and I was thinking about this on the way up here. I never really asked the guys who who own these, you know, you're a business owner and mm-hmm. there's probably a lot on your shoulders. How does that affect you being a family man? Mm-hmm. Like, how do, do you ever feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulder? I mean, cause you are a dad too, right yeah, now. Yeah. Yes. And so how much of a burden is that on you to, cause do you, do you feel like you have the role to have to keep it together all the time? Man, I'll tell you. So, you know, a lot of people talk about a work life balance, okay. right? You hear that term a lot. Yes. Um, I, I worked for my family's business for six years. Okay. Right. And when I came on, <clears throat> I left a big company. Right. And I told my dad, I was like, hey, I'm going to start a roofing company. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, well, I've already got a business. Why don't you just come on with me and right. we'll, you know, do our thing. Well, in the first year, I did like $1.2 million. And, and over a span of six years, yes. I grew us from a million to $12 million. Oh, my. And uh, we had several employees, had a big office, everything yes. like that. But the problem was, it's like, it was my family's business. Yes. And I had another family member involved. I had a brother there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us just weren't. So alignment, I don't know if you've heard your alignment is your assignment, right? Okay. And we weren't in a line. Mm. Dude, I was working, I was working 60, 80 to 100 hours a week 
Ugh. working for a company like yeah. for other people that it wasn't mine. It wasn't yours. Yeah. I was growing something. So many people thought that I owned Montgomery construction. Yeah. I did to like, to like know. fucking 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> because I, of yeah. how much I promoted it and for how sure. much what I did with it and grown it. And, and you're Montgomery, you know, and I was a Montgomery. Yeah. And so, you know, I was working and I had, I got married by the, when I, when I was working there. Yeah. Uh, I had my first child and second child while I was working there. And dude, like I look back on times I was in the hospital with my wife and uh, with my second child. Yeah. And, dude, I was freaking working. I say it was my second. One of the One of them. How many kids do you have right now? I have two kids. You have two kids. A boy and a girl. Okay, okay. But I was working while while she was, like, I was sitting next to her while she was having contraction stuff. I was sitting there Right, right, right. And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, man, I'm such an asshole. Right, okay. But at the time, you weren't really thinking about all that, though, right? Well, I was thinking about that, but, like, I wasn't so, like, that wasn't my priority. Yeah, for my sure. priority was the business, mm-hmm. and honestly, I was doing it for other people. That right, I, I was trying to please other people. Yes, right. Yes, um, and so I went to that event in in January of 2020, and like I was like, I gotta focus. What's my why? And my why is people. Okay, you know, my why is not to have these businesses. These businesses I have are just my tool yes. to help me execute my why. Okay, I see. Right. Yes. And so after that, I was like, man, I've I've got to really nail down in my why is my family and yes. people in the community. And um, so I, I made some offers to my family to buy the business because mm-hmm. I knew we didn't align on how we were doing yeah, things. And I knew sure. I wouldn't get where I needed to be uh-huh. if if we were still if I wasn't in. Con- I wouldn't say control, for but sure, if yeah. I wasn't controlling the have, ship like, or say steering so. it. Yes, right. for sure. Okay. And so. Throughout like a year span, year and a half span, we never could come to terms. So finally, I just washed my hands of it and said, hey, That's it. y'all go your way. Okay. Y'all do your thing. Okay. And I'm going to go my way yes. and do my own thing. No, that's it. And they turned my offers down, and it's mm. okay. Yes. And I'm, I'm fine with that. It was the best no that I ever received. Okay, gotcha, right? gotcha. Because now my wife and I are doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. We've got our own businesses. And like my family life, my marriage my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my kids are like tenfold better. Really? Yeah. Do you think so that all of that would have failed if you would have? Not? I don't think it would have failed. Okay. I think it would have been a big strain on it. Yeah. Um, because my focus again, wasn't them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And now that I was able to step away from that, I was able to focus on them. And like, right. even now, dude, I, I work from seven thirty to five sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't pull the hours I used to pull. No, because definitely. it'll all be there tomorrow. Yeah, no, for sure. I tell that to everybody too. Yeah. I still work a regular job as well, yeah. and you know, I mean, I'm not giving them more time than, than right. I've obligated. So, right, you know what I mean? Because the rest yeah. of it goes to the public affair. But you know, I, I wonder, and I ask you that question because, um, you know, I we kind of not that the show is about mental health because it's not, but yeah. it's about me being a slut. But <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we we touched a lot on mental health, and like I would say, the majority of my guests are Hispanic men. I wonder if the same mm-hmm. uh, pertains to you as a Caucasian man. If it's something that you have ever had to deal with you know again being so stressed because i'm sure like running all these businesses and stuff is daunting to say the yes. Least. yes and i and i tell you what what creates a lot of that stress is we create our own damn stress oh yeah absolutely we create i created all my own stresses oh. right and we put it on our shoulders as men to say like hey i've i've got to be the man of the family and i've got to do this and i got to do that right right well sometimes we don't have to carry that weight yeah right for sure. and 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 for me um I've got a great partner, my wife, that helps carry that weight. Yeah. Right. And and we carry the load together. Oh, that's what's and, up. And like, man, I don't uh, 
you know, it's well. Sometimes I don't, I don't carry that stress anymore. No, for sure. And sometimes I don't want to be the one that cuts the grass. Like, right. who the fuck wants to cut grass? And then you have eight acres. Now, who's really cutting your grass? Uh, I hire somebody <laughs> to do it. <laughs> no, uh, but, you know, it's not like that because you, I don't know. Well, and and, and yeah. like honestly, dude, like we looked at that. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. do I? Would I rather spend a little extra money to pay somebody to do that? That way, I can take that time and spend with my family. <laughs> Listen, I have a one bedroom, one bath, and I pay somebody to clean. Right. <laughs> Hey, I do because I don't fucking want to deal with it. Yeah. I, I want to do the show when I get home. Right, I want to right, fucking clean out. And right. I also don't have a wife, Austin, <clears throat> and I don't have a husband, and nobody wants to be with me. <laughs> One day it, it'll no, get No, it's not. I'm 31 years old. Fuck it. It's not going to happen. You're going to have cats and just. Be I don't alone. want no damn cats. I don't no want cats? to go home and feed anything. Dogs? No, I don't want nothing. nothing. No, I have a PS5. A PS5. <laughs> you just feed it games. No, oh my God. Listen, listen, Austin, I want to get more into um, all your businesses and such. Yep. I know that there was some, some friction that happened with Montgomery Construction, which I wanted to talk about on the show because I feel like it molds you into the business person that you are now. Yeah. And so much more that I want to get into. And of course, your new podcast, The Growth Encounter. But uh, before we do all that, we're going to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere, guys. We're going to be right back with Mr. Austin Montgomery here on The Public Affairs. Stay tuned. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying my very special episode with my very special friend, Mr. Austin Montgomery. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode was brought to us by Julian and Ana Banda with Banda's Hauling Service. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away. They also do junk removals, tree brush removals, and haul cars in and out of town. Now listen, I don't know if they're going to um, haul that man who ain't paying no damn bills in that house out of there, but you can ask him and I bet he'll do it. He's got that big ass trailer too for that big ass man. Book now with the number on the screen to Banda's Hauling Service with Julian and Ana Banda. Thank Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Francisco Magdaleno and Magdaleno Drywall Solutions, specializing in all drywall services, both residential and commercial. He also specializes in interior and exterior paint, sheetrock, and so much more. He even said on the show, because he was on the show, that if they get a little bit sweaty, they might take their shirts off. So ladies, call him right now with the number on the screen to Mag Magdaleno Drywall Solutions. I know I'm doing so as well. I'm going to make sure the heater is on so that way they can get undressed while they're doing the work. Call the number on the screen to book today, Magdaleno Drywall Solutions. Thank you guys so much for for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair, of course, to Mr. Manny Guerrero with Blue Star RV Services. He's a mobile RV tech who can fix all RVs, travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, you name it. Let me tell you guys something right now. I know you guys buy those brand new RVs and they'd be breaking in a week. That's why you got to call Blue Star RV Services with Manny Guerrero. He deals with all the warranty companies as well. So you don't have to deal with all that. Just pay him a small fee. He's going to take care of the rest of it. Follow on Facebook or call the number on the screen to Blue Star RV Services. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Hugo Garcia with G-Boss Party Rentals. Hit him up for all party rentals including bounce houses dunk boots water slides and so much more oh my goodness he even has a mechanical bull that i'm gonna ride on and do a live video for that's what I'm going to show you guys what I got going on with here, okay? Call the number on the screen and follow on Facebook at GBoss Party Rentals. Hugo Garcia, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Make sure you guys contact him today for your next party rental. And, of course, to Mr. Sid Rodriguez, located at Elite Barbershop on Hewitt Drive. You can call them on the screen to book or download the Squire app. Walk-ins are welcome as well. He also has Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Fletcher, and Isai over there making you look super snackish like I have for more than 145, 46, 47 episodes of The Public Affair. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going for the natural hair look today, too. As you guys can see that there is no product in my hair. But, of course, Elite Barbershop is going to make sure I look super snaggish for all my episodes of The Public Affair. Thank you so much, Sid, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, guys, we're going to get right back into it with my very good friend, Mr. Austin Montgomery, who's here on The Public Affair. Now, now Austin, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, too, and I, I fucking had this on the tip of my tongue, and I, and I forgot. But, you know, um, okay, Lorena, small town, right? And, and everybody, you know, for the most part, it seems like they're stuck in their way. Okay, okay. Yeah. You you kind of became really well connected in the city, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, we we I, I was it was shocking to me to see how many of the same 
type of people we follow follow us and that we're, we're connected with in right. the city. You know what I mean? What, what did you, what, what, how did you do that? Coming uh, from the arena, <laughs> because you, you don't like want to talk to nobody, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what was? Man, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm like total opposite mm-hmm. of a lot of people my age or even the older people. Like, dude, you see me like I'm on social media every day. Yes, you I are. usually post every day. Yes, you are. Right. And and I'm a networker. Yes. And so, dude, I don't, like ever since I've been in school, you know, I was kind of I was kind of reserved in school. Yeah. But then when I got out and started getting in the business world, mm-hmm. I like really started connecting with people. Yeah. I connected with a lot of older people. OK. And and that's what kind of really grew me. Uh, but here in the last two years, uh-huh. two or three years, man, I like I'm. You've been going hard. I'm like going hard. Yeah, like connected all over the country to different people. No, for sure, you've been going super hard. You know, a lot of people don't don't think that I was antisocial in high school as well, and I really was. Yeah. And yeah. nobody believes me because now I have the public affair, yeah. and I'm like the social butterfly. You know what I mean? But it's so. But weird. there's times though, like there's like times. there's times like I don't yeah. want to talk to a damn person. Oh yeah, same. Being a people person like, is horrible. Yeah. Isn't it terrible? Like, I can't stand After a while, I'm like, yes. I'm, re- I'm done. Listen, it's got its good qualities, but yeah. sometimes I just don't want to be bothered, yeah. right? And, yeah. and I, now I live on a calendar, and yep. it's, like, annoying. Well, and, I don't live on a calendar. Well, I fucking do. And I have, yeah. like, a list of people that but I But you're forgetting all these people that want to come on your podcast? I, I know. That's you what got, I'm talking about. Got no, okay, okay, so this, no. I, I will say, <laughs> Austin, oh, don't do me on my show. I'll smack the show out of you. Okay? <laughs> gonna get, no, I have a list of people that have wanted to come on the show. Right. I, and I will say, in the beginning, I did keep that list updated. Regularly, right. and now I have it, and so, because now it's full of like events, hostings, yeah. and stuff like that, which I'm very blessed and very happy for. You know what I mean? And there, the, I do have a reminder set on my phone right now to call this fucking person to come on the show, and it's been like that <laughs> since Monday. But every day I know I'm going to call this person. Yeah. But I really just want to set time aside to call this person. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Oh, anyway, dude. So you need to get like Calendly. It's like called Calendly. Oh, okay. And all they got to do is like go on your schedule. Yeah. And you have these time slots. Oh, and they they post and it. they. They oh. select the time, and then it allows you to call them. I'm going to do that for DMs. There you go. Yeah, for the guy. Like, I'm, okay. All you got to do is say, hey, here you go. When do you want to come over? Schedule your time. There Calendly. You Hello. Okay, there I'm just go. so I'm going to tell them, I hey, go, go on. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah. you did. Go on Calendly and let me know yeah. when you want to come over and fuck me. And then we get yeah. <laughs> Right? And then, we can, and then I'll be like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I can't go today to work yeah. out because I'm having a dick appointment at 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Has guys ever slid in your DMs, Austin? I'm wondering. No. Absolutely Never, You're Never. lying. You're such a fucking liar. I swear you to God. are such a liar. I don't believe you I for swear. a second. I don't. I swear. I've never even had a girl like slide into besides like those spam ones from like China and stuff like that. I'm like, man, at least you're making me so feel a little never, bit better not here. But once has a guy never once from Lorena Wago nope. never. Listen, I'm not saying have you ever done it. No, I'm. I mean, I'm being being, being serious. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I see these dudes like post like they're like, man, I've got all these girls like reaching out to you. I'm like, yeah, I've never that had never a girl happened reach out to, you? to me. Nope. Is your the only wa- girl that's ever reached out to me uh-huh. is my wife. So are you one? Are you in the one and done club? Oh no, no, no. Oh, okay, no, so no, you, no. you were slatatious back in the day. Uh, had your experimentation. No, that, that, that's okay to say back in the day. Yeah, but, yeah, back in the day. Listen, I mean, they had she no, knows. Yeah, they had nothing else to do in fucking Lorena except yeah, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody wanted to f me. Well, they probably did. And yeah, I mean, you listen, know. you know what? Okay, so now what we're gonna do is we're okay. gonna go through that yearbook and together okay. we're gonna meet for dinner and I'm gonna tell you, number which, one, which, who was the the kid in PE that we're I was gonna call him out. No, I don't. I don't name names, but I will okay. say that I think this one might have I, been. I am one. very curious who this I, person is. I got it. Listen, oh, let me tell you something. Especially from Lorena, I knew somebody was curious. I just know they were. You guys oh, they could have been. Nothing better to do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. They can't. We had a Bush's chicken. That was it. That was and a Sonic. Did we even have Bush's chicken? Yeah, we did. Uh, it was yes, Chicken we did. Express. And it then was it Chicken to, Express. Then it went and to Bush's chicken. Bush's chicken. And then Sonic. 
Yeah, you guys yeah. didn't have shit. Listen, there was nothing yeah. going on in the arena. I know that somebody yeah. was sus over there. Okay, listen. Okay, so uh, yeah, you became well connected. Okay, so I really want to get into the Montgomery Construction. Now you're the roof company. Okay, mm-hmm. the roof company is yours. You yep. own the roof company that is yours, right? Yep. Okay. Well, my wife. Well, your wife. Yeah. You you and your wife. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What you know, Montgomery Construction. When people see it, like you mentioned, they would automatically assume that you are associated with it. Mm-hmm. I did too. On my yeah. way to work, I saw Montgomery Construction splashed on somebody's truck. Side note: He was cute. <laughs> the guy who was driving was hot. I just don't know who it was. Red truck, but uh, red truck. Red right, truck. I'll figure out who red it is. truck. It was a red <laughs> truck. No, no, no. Excuse me. It was silver. It was silver. It was red or silver. I can't remember because I was staring at him. But anyway, um, what what happened with the whole situation? What's going on there? Uh, you know, man, it's it, like I said at the end of the day, we just didn't align. Okay. We didn't align with our core values. We mm-hmm. didn't align with where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I I have dreams and I have aspirations. I have things I want to do. Right, and y- you can have dreams. Um, or you could be working for somebody else's dreams. Yes. And I was working for somebody else's dreams and dreams that they really didn't, you know, know what they wanted. Mm. And, and that's that's fine. That's fine. They didn't want to grow like I wanted to grow. Okay. Right? And and that's okay. Mm. And at the end of the day, it just was, and, and this was with my parents, you know, because okay, ultimately okay. at the end of the day, they owned it. Yes. Um, and they just, they just didn't want to keep that burden yes. anymore. Okay. And... I honestly think they they let me leave mm-hmm. uh, knowing that I was going to be okay. That you were going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you say that there were some people there that weren't holding the same core values as you, though, were you saying, were you, do you think that people were mistreating other people and you weren't down with that? or mm, No, just just when I say core values, like mm-hmm. um, with how you treat people, how mm-hmm. you manage people. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I, along with what you're saying and then, you know, uh, the alignment of where we were going. And, you know, I had a family member that was working there, and at the end of the day, it was going to end up being split between him and I if something ha- happened to my parents. Right. And I wasn't kosher with it, you know. Oh, okay. And, and so um, not that he's a bad person. Um, you know, it just him and I didn't didn't see eye to eye. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. And so I was like, hey. Y'all, you know, y'all so give you, it to him and let him yeah. do his thing. So you guys do this thing. Did the cost drain in your family, though? Because, I mean, I love talking about this because yeah. a lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs mm-hmm. now. And a lot of people are getting into business. And I just had this conversation with a really good friend of mine. You know, they're, they're going into business together as friends. Yeah. And now things are getting a little dicey. And I was like, you know. It, you know, so somebody put it to me perfectly, right? Yes. You know, you can put yourself in the hurt circle. Okay. Or you can stand right outside of it. Like I can still love them from a distance, right. but I don't have to be so immersed with those people that like I can get in the hurt zone again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and allow them to either take advantage of me or right. you know uh, hurt me in mm-hmm, a way, mm-hmm. not physically but emotionally, right? <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. And and because there's a lot of things that put a lot of strain on 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 my life. Yes, going through what I went through. Yes, and um, you know, I haven't spoke to my brother in two years. Right. Um. And, and it's fine. And, it, and it's because at the end of the day, a, a lot of things that he said to me mm-hmm. um, that were very hurtful that I, I've never, like, I had things said to me that I've never said to a person in my life. Right. Right. Like, can you tell us? Uh, You know, I, just... I was called a POS. Okay. I was called a bad husband. Okay. Um, I was called a bad father. And this is and this is all just, like, because of work shit. You know, and, and it was because of work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and things could have been said out of anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's never been a, a time where that person's come back to me and said, Hey, you I'm know, sorry, uh, man. some of the things I said were way out of line. Yeah, for sure. You know? Okay. And, and like I said, he's not a bad person. Right. Right. 
I still love him as my brother, but because we don't see eye to eye, and, and I just I keep my distance. Right. Well, you know, I don't blame you. Listen, I, I keep my I keep my distance from drama. No, that's it. Yeah. And, and you know, I haven't. I've been open about this on the show. I haven't spoken to my only brother in seven years yeah. because he's in jail. And we, it's the story I've not told that everybody keeps fucking asking me, right? And yeah. It's just deeper than what he did. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right. to get in jail. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's just the type of person that you are. And I think a lot of people, especially in our family, and, and speaking for you as well, maybe, uh, they, they, they say you're not allowed to be that way with your brother. Like yeah. you have to well, always forgive each no. other. I don't, do, you, do you feel that way? I don't. I I, don't I've had several people tell me like, you know, man, that's blood. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I've had, I have friends that have treated me way better. In my yeah. Life. Yeah. You know, like, why do you have to objectify or I don't subject have yourself to. to that? Yeah, for you sure. Know? And so I, I've had, and I've, I've somewhat become the black sheep of the family. Okay. You know, I, I don't get the support from a lot of our family members and the family friends, yeah. you know, in my business. Right. And that's okay. I, I don't need it. You know, I'm going to keep doing my thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, I don't care. Yeah. I, I, there was a lot of things that were said about me. Like I was the bad person mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they were the bad person. Right. It, the whole situation was just a mess. Do, right. Do, do people think that you were like betraying Montgomery construction? We decided to go into business on your own. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of things said, Yeah, you know, that, um, and, and like I said, it could have been said out of anger. Right. Um, there was a lot of times that things were said about me just like, making fun of me for the things I was doing mm. in my business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's that's why I just keep my distance. I don't know. You know? I feel like when people say shit like that, though, they really mean it, Loki. They could. Like, and, I, really, and, I don't feel like things are just set out of anger. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. And, and that's where I'm like, that's why I'm going to keep my distance. Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't care what time it is, like how much time goes past. Like, I, I, I'm i doing my thing now. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. And well, so. Sometimes you have to, like, remove yourself. Yeah. And that's okay. And yeah. it, and it's hard too. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause it happens with friends and it does oh, yeah. happen with family. And I, yeah. and I really hate the narrative that people try to like be like, Oh, but that's your family. You guys have to stick together yeah. no matter what, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, just to get personal too, like when it came to my brother and it was like, but that's your brother. You always have to be there for him because it's family it was like, damn family relation didn't mean yeah. shit yeah. when he did this to me or this to right, me. Right? right. Like y'all weren't saying that, you know, it's just like super weird. And it's, it's interesting to know that that went on with you, but do you think that the the business is to blame that tarnished your your relationship with your family? No, no, I don't mm-hmm. think it's the business. Um, you know, it, it's again at the end of the day, it's our our values mm. and how we align. Okay, you know? and, and I'll just be transparent. Yes, please. The last thing that was ever said to me uh-huh. was, "Austin, you're stupid for leaving this company." Mm. And I asked, like, well, "Why?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and. They said, because it's all going to be yours one day anyways. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's where you're wrong. Yeah. You know, it's going to be split between us. Right. And it was like the instant word or the, the the first thing that was said to me, like the rebuttal to that was, well, I'll just sell you my half. Mm. And I'm like, that's not what I'm in this for. Right, right. Right. And, you know, we were young. Uh-huh. He was young. Yeah. I'm sure he's matured now. Right. You know, and he's got his own family and doing his own thing. And that's I'm sure it. they're doing great things. Yes. Again, it's just a portion of my life, and right. I don't mind being transparent about that because it's right. it's molded me into the person I am today. Hmm. But when when things like that are said, that's a total like right. my my mindset wasn't to buy out my own family member. Right, me. right. Like I wanted to grow with my family. Yeah, for sure. You know, I that didn't want to build a business just to have to buy somebody else. Right, right. You know, Do and you, so that's where I was like, yeah, like, this is no, no, most definitely. Do you think that at some point you need to have a conversation about it with him? 
I, I don't feel like I need to have a conversation about it because I'm not as I'm not it's not something that's sitting here weighing on my shoulders I every see, day. Yeah. You right? got this shit going on. You know, I got yeah. I got more important things going on in my life. I've got things that I don't I don't need that drama in my life. Yes. Now if he wanted to come have a conversation and 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 own up to some of the things that were said because I have never said a bad thing. Yeah. You know, about not even him on this show. He didn't him. even come on the public affairs thing. Yeah, yeah, we can have not. we can have a little conversation right here. You know, <laughs> uh, I'll but, be sitting right here in the background <laughs> like, oh, white people are fighting on my show. <laughs> white, yeah. You know, but like, yeah. I, it's it's one of those things that uh, you know, my 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 it put a big strain between my dad and my stepmom. Oh, I see. Uh, or between us three. Okay, okay. You know, and I they've got. I've got kids, so they they've got grandkids, right? So it made like Christmas and things like, like really awkward, awkward, yeah, you know. And I had to. Our relationship is now much better. I Th- see. My parents turned the business over to him. Okay. Um. So they're completely out of the industry now. Yeah. You know, and it's so it it separates them. Okay. And so. I have started, we now have a relationship that we're working back towards and we're good. Yeah, we're good that's now. Good. That's and, good. Yeah. And I want to keep it that way because I mean, I got kids, you know, and they're yeah, the grandkids. Sure. And so, you know, it, it, it was their decision that they made to do what they did. Right. You know, and whether it was yes or no and, and to give the company to him. Yes. You know, that's that was their decision, that's what they and I doing. respect that. Uh, but, right. but you know, but at the same time, um, you're bossed up in your own companies. You have yeah. like a hundred other fucking companies that yeah. you're trying to worry about. Like I said, here, it right? was the best no I ever received. Yeah, life. for sure. You know? it's like what do they call those blessings in disguise? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy how things just turn oh, yeah. around, and yeah. So you you know what? I, it's so interesting that you you mentioned all that. And sometimes I, I I often think that in situations like that, it's the money that's the blame, mm-hmm. and it's the business that's the blame. But for you, it seems like it was a lot more personal. I mean, yeah. your fatherhood was attacked, your character was attacked. And I've never known you to be a bad person. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Hopefully one day you guys can go ahead and move on and stuff like that. Well, know. like I said, well, I'm, you have I'm, moved, I'm on. moved on. You've moved on. There's nothing for you to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Austin. You know, okay, so, um, you know. You, again, know the, you know how much drama this is going to start? Oh, gosh. I, well, uh, listen. Oh, God. As long as they're not in my DMs. <laughs> Trying to fuck me up because I don't know why you guys could listen. I don't know why these bitches come on my show, talk all your shit, and then everybody wants to fuck me up for it. Like, right, what did right. I do? What do you do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't As, Listen, they're either going to attack you for, oh my God, why'd you go on that gay guy show and right, let me right. ask you about being gay under the low? Or what the fuck uh, were you talking to him about? And now we're going to whoop his ass. Yeah, and he better, yeah. Or I would take down that episode. We're going to see you. Yeah. And uh, everything uh, that Austin yeah. said was alleged. Well, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I just want to reiterate for the, the audience out there, I have never said a one bad word about this person. No, he and hasn't. I, and, you yeah. know, good people. Is he good married? People. Is he married? Maybe he Yeah, he's, he's married. He's got a, he's I, got a family and kids. Okay, yeah. I, listen, I, have, I often think that guys like you guys just need a little bit of spice in your life. and You know, it, it's just, you know, hey, well, two different people, two different ways. I just wonder if it's that guy that I saw on the street. It can't be. Who? I, the guy that I saw with Montgomery oh, Construction. No, no, yeah, tell no. him what's up. No, I. I Are you I, friends with him? Was he white? Yeah. White guy? Yeah. Uh, skinny? I don't know. He looked like he had tats. Uh, yeah, I know who. Do you know, I know who he exactly is? Who, is yeah, he single? Exactly is he single? Is. Is he single? Yeah, uh, no. I think I need to go for something different because I've said I was gonna make lunch for a construction worker <laughs> Mexican man, but maybe I need to make lunch for some white dude, right? Yeah, maybe so. So I changed his fucking life around, <laughs> right? Okay. He'd be like, "What is I this, know he's, dude? What I'm is... I'm reaching out to this person. After please this do, show. please do. But no, I want to see a picture first though, because if it's some yeah. ugly ass dude, I don't want to fuck with it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay listen, God, oh God, Austin. Okay, we we are unfortunately we're running out of Back time. I know, no, 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 we're good, we're good. But do tell him that I want to slide his. 
that. DMs, though. Because if he's from Lorena, like you are, is he? No. That, no. I was going to say. Like, G-Villa. What? Gatesville. Oh, yeah. If he's, it's the person no, I'm thinking he's, of, he's, I think he's from Gatesville. Okay, well, then I fucked a couple guys from Gatesville. <laughs> so he's for sure. Listen, I fucked them from everywhere, Austin. I don't discriminate. Because it's the, it's the country guys that be the most curious. It's true. They, they, uh, you know, I went to Mexico. I've said this story on the show, so I don't want to harp on it. But I went yeah. to my best friend's hometown in Mexico. And it's like a small ass Pueblo town, and I was yeah. my gay. I, you know, I I messed around with somebody over there just for like a, a little ten minutes. You right. know, it was nothing. It was innocent. You yeah. know, and oh my god, it, like it was the talk of fucking town. It was wow. the best thing ever. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I want to be the talk of Lorena, so that way the public affair could just kind of scroll on over there. <laughs> okay, so. First of all, uh, before we go, I, I want to give you a big congratulations. You just opened your own podcast mm-hmm. studio, okay? And now you have your own podcast that's about to come out that yep. you just recorded the trailer for. Yep. Um, and can you talk to us a little bit about that and what it's about and what your inspiration was for that? So I I started a, an event two years ago or okay. a year ago. It's called The Growth Encounter, right? Yes. And it's, you know, we all experience growth. Yes. I have experienced a ton of growth in my life. Yes. And it, it's how you receive it. Mm-hmm. And how you execute on it, right? Absolutely, you agree. can go through something in your life, and it's a growth event, and, and it's like you're either going to accept it and uh-huh. roll with it, or you're going to lay over in the fetal position, right? And, and like, it dep- <laughs> there's nothing you, wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I've had all, to lay on my back for lots of things. <laughs> it's, it's all up to you. And so I, I wanted to start, dude. I'm, I'm so different than everybody here in town, and I get so much shit for it. Really? Yeah, like. Because I post so much on social, I right. have people that don't like me for the simple fact of how much I post on social uh, media. Like you're annoying. Well, n- no, they're just like I, I, I just don't agree with what he says. You know, I don't <laughs> like the things he says. Yeah. Like I'm putting out there honest stuff, and you know what? Really, it's just a reflection in them. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, man, I, I really should be doing that, well, but I don't want to. They're envious. Yeah, that's what happens when Being you become a little an entrepreneur. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, listen. Yeah, I believe me. I know. It's three years. I've been. Yeah. I've been in media for a damn decade. All right. That's yeah. And so, like, I started the growth encounter. Yes. Uh, my first event had like 20 people, which was, I hear like, that's pretty good to have 20 people at your okay. first event. Yeah. And then I put on an event, like just a pop-up event. I yeah. did it within a week uh-huh. and I had like some big speakers there. Like the main speaker there, he usually gets paid anywhere from like 50 to $70,000 for an event Okay, did to you, speak at events. Did you pay him $57,000? He came for free. Oh, he came for free. Yeah. How humble. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, him and I, and it's because the relationships I've built with people. Yes, for sure. And um, he was like, hey man, if you put on this event, I'll come speak at it. Yeah. And uh, I had a week to put it on and I had like 60 to 70 people there. That's what's up. And uh, yeah. man, like I'm just, I, I want to bring like a new era of people and how we do business. It's so cutthroat around here in Waco. Oh, yeah. People are like trying to backstab each other. Mm. You know, they act friends to your face, especially mm-hmm. when you're in the same business. Yeah. But then they, you know, when you get away from each other, they're like talking shit up behind your back. Mm. Like, dude, get this. I'm a roofing company, right? I own yes. my own roofing company. Yes. And I invited, I can't tell you how many roofing companies to mm-hmm. my event, mm-hmm. which is a, a business and growth minded event. Yes. Like they could have networked with people and gotten business from my event, right? For sure, for sure. None of them came, but I had three different roofing companies from San Antonio, Dallas, and somewhere else to come oh, to wow. my event. Does that you does, know? do you take that personal? I I, I take it personal because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not out here to get you, man. Like yeah, I, yeah. I want to help. I yes. had I had salespeople from other roofing companies reach out to me. They're like, man, we really want to come to your event, right? Uh, but our boss won't let us. Wow. Because it's me. Because it's you. Yeah. 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 You know, and well, it's I'm a, I own a roofing company. It's, yeah. it's, it's so dumb. 
you know, and I just don't understand. It. You, you know, and, and I, I like that you get that perspective because it, it sounds like, listen, I've had a lot of people on the show that say that they don't feel like they get the support from the city that they're yeah. entitled to or whatever the case is. Thank God. There's not, the, the, you know, Waco really does fuck with the public affairs. So I'm very grateful for that. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, I understand how in business there's, I feel like there is a natural competitiveness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you want to be the best podcast. You right, want right, to be right. the best roofing company. But when I, I agree with you, a lot of people, I, I've met them in when I was in radio too. I've, I worked with a radio DJ who was like, I'm not going to teach you anything because yeah. I don't want you to be better than me. Yeah. <laughs> Which now, you know, <laughs> we're, I don't know where he's at anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, and, and so I, I wondered if you take things like that personal though, because, you know, it does seem like, you know, you have everything with good intentions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you go on to change a narrative to get everybody to know? You just, like, keep, you just you know. keep doing it, man. Okay. You know, I, I just keep plugging away and slowly, a little bit at a time, I keep gaining yes, followers. Yes. I keep gaining people that see that, like, I, I had people. Dude, I charged $30 to come to my event, uh-huh. and that included lunch. Yeah. Like, tickets oh, to the event that I yeah. I put on are usually 100 to $300 per ticket, For right? sure, for sure. And so I was like, all right, 30 bucks, y'all freaking come. And I had some people there like, man, is it really worth the, the 30 bucks or, or, or 60 hate, bucks? Or 30, like yeah. 30 bucks. Just and I was like, you come. know what? Yeah. If you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. Yeah. And then after the fact, they're like, man, you should have charged way more money. I'm yeah. like, if I would have charged more money, you wouldn't have came. <laughs> you damn sure wouldn't have came then. You know? Oof. And it's so, they think it's like a time, like, okay, when are you going to try to sell us a timeshare right, right, type right. thing? You know, it's not about that. It's not about that. You're it, just trying it, to it's network. It's the people. Yeah. Man. Well, okay. it's not even networking, okay. man. It's like trying to develop a new mindset, mm. right? Okay. So a lot about me is what my why is. Yes. My why is my family and this community and people. Yes. Like, my businesses... You know, it's not it's not about money. Yeah. Obviously, we need money to operate our yeah, business for sure, for sure. But it's our it's our team and it's our employees that it's are about in the, the passion behind it. Yes. You know, every you know everybody thinks I'm Mister Rich over here. I, right. I'm broke like you, bitch. What are you talking yeah. about? I'm a yeah. bitch too. Like they don't understand the sacrifices yeah. that are behind this. Right. Exactly. Do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's where your podcast comes in. Yep. The, the growth. Yep, the growth. Oh encounter. my god, I'm sorry. I almost said the growth encounter. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to get it wrong on camera. Okay, so the growth encounter. Okay, so that's yep. what you're going to be focused on is changing yep. the mindset of, of local entrepreneurs, businesses. Well, and it's not just entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. It's dude. It's everybody in life. So yeah. you know, like I've got uh, you know Haley Cowan, okay. the UFC fighter. Oh yeah, she's yes. from Waco. Yes. Um, she's going to come on. Yeah. Like I would want people like you because you you've encountered growth in your life, right? Yes, absolutely. And how did you handle it? And I have like a list of questions and it's just going to naturally progress into rabbit holes, right? Listen, whenever you're ready for me to come on, I'm coming. All right. You already know I'm there. Yep. I'm there. Like I'll I... send you the Calendly link. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a Calendly link. That's what it's called? Yeah. And you dudes that all want to get a piece of this diamond mine are going to have to make a fucking appointment on yeah. <laughs> And watch up and make it as me dry yeah. as fuck. Like, <laughs> You're going to have like a yearbook down. No, well, no, I just want to say I'm very proud of you, Austin. You know, like it's crazy to look at us. Well, as God, 15, 16 years later, you know what I mean? And we were just two high school kids in the school bus going to fucking ninth grade. You know what I mean? And we we just bossed up and I'm just so happy to see that you're doing well. I was so happy to get reconnected with you because I never forgot about you. Right. I never did drugs or anything like that. So I remember every fucking thing. Oh yeah. I remember every fucking thing. You know what I mean? And so I remembered you and when we got reconnected and I just want to say, I'm just so happy that you, you came here on the public affairs and I'm so happy to be a part of this. I I like watching the progression that you've had. Thank you. You know, it, it brings something different to Waco. Yeah. You know, you are different, right? And I, I, I'm different. <laughs> yeah, for you sure. Know? And 
I feel like that's where we connect is because we're trying to bring different things to Waco. Yeah. And, you know, it's not locally accepted sometimes. Um, yeah. And, you, you know what? For me, I, I'm just doing me. Yeah. And everybody just fucks with it. Yeah. And, and what I've learned is because, again, I've been in media. Yeah. A lot of them become temporarily successful by pulling the wool over everybody's right, eyes right. and giving you this perception of who they want you to think they are. Yeah. Whereas me... I've been a slut since episode one of the public affairs. Right, right. And now I get booked for hostings. I, I've had, I will say, I've had so much more opportunity with the public affair than I did with five years in radio. Yeah. yeah. So much more of doors have opened for me. Right. And I think a lot of it just, I was just genuine. I'm nice to everybody. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? When somebody says they love the show, I say thank you. It, it, things like that go a long way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm very grateful. Yeah. You know. Well, and you have to be, so, man. And, yeah. and that's very grateful. And I, I, I try to tell all business owners, like, you need yeah. to be on social media. You oh, need to be posting like to. once a day, at I, least. At minimum. the very least, you know. My very good friend Ziad Halabi told me you have to become obsessed with the public affair. I, oh, yeah. I post that shit until you got annoyed with me. Yeah, still to this day, you know yeah. what I mean. I'm gonna introduce you to my roofing sponsor. You too. you post it every. You post like every day. Oh, I post every day. Like, yeah, I, it's, you have and it, to. It, it's tiring too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Sometimes like, I get it. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to. But you have to know that I have the public affair. Yeah, and you guys have to know that his podcast is coming right now. The the growth encounter. Yep. <laughs> I, keep, I don't know why I keep wanting to fuck that up. Where can where can we find the growth encounter? When is it coming out? All that. Uh, so I've got it on Facebook right now. The growth oh. encounter. You so? Oh, it's on Facebook. Yeah, it's okay, on Facebook. Perfect. And then I'm gonna put I'm gonna post all my stuff there. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna post. I, like I'm a Facebook person. Oh, I'm yeah. into that. Okay, you know, it's easily accessible. Right? Easily accessible. Yes. And then you know we'll put like clips on Instagram and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and TikTok and everything. Now so. when you when with I ever have the pleasure of coming on to the growth encounter, I yep. want you to definitely just lay it on me, okay? Right. I'm not, and I'm not holding back on your show. Okay. I don't want to get your show canceled either. Uh, we ain't getting canceled. <laughs> okay. I'll never get canceled. Yeah. Okay, so what's next for you? We got the growth encounter. You're doing the roof company. You have a yep. plethora of businesses. When do you have time to be Austin the Family Man? Uh, every day. Wow. Every day. Yeah. I mean, every day. I, I make it a point that, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some very few times that I'm, I'm out of town and that I'm traveling and that I've got work to go do and stuff like that. Definitely. But if my son's got a game, I'm going to make sure You're that I get back there. to the game. Right. Mm. Uh, if my daughter's got a dance or whatever she may be doing, yeah. then I'm going to make sure that I'm back for it. I may miss a, a handful, right. but the majority of the time I am, I'm there. Like I'm usually home every night. Wow. Um, awesome. I'm, I'm usually not scheduling things to interfere with that. Right. Um, I will, like I said, it's not never. Yeah. Um, but I make it a point that I'm I'm with my family all the time. That's, I'm either coaching a game or yes. you know, I'm doing something. That's good. That there's no excuse for the other dudes and no women, excuse. All right. That's absolutely it. Not. <laughs> none excuse, all right? Like because at the end of the day, because yes. what are we doing this for, right? you know, a lot of people and I, I call their bullshit. Uh you know, they say, Well, I'm doing this for my family. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, because if you were doing it for your family, you'd be home every day. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. would be home and making that time. For your family. Mm. You know, a lot of people say that, hey, I'm doing this for my family, so they have something one day. Yeah, for sure. We know you're what? Your kids don't give a shit what you leave them. Yeah. Your kids care about the time that you gave them when they were kids. Austin's got some powerful words on the public affair. This has been super inspirational. Yeah. Definitely a different direction than my other episodes where we just get drunk and talk about Sex. See, and, and this is like <laughs> this is this is the thing that I, I like to game. bring, right? Yes, yes. You know, I like to bring what's real, what's you know, and, uh, what's different yes. in the business world. 
I, that's all I ask for you to do on the public affair. So thank you again so much for coming on to the show. I truly appreciate yeah. it. I looking forward to seeing the successes that you're going to bring with your podcast with all your companies. Anytime you need anything, you just yep. call. And if you do a, if you do an event and you want me to go, please. And Absolutely. I'll, I'll speak. You know, I MC events too. Yeah. I'll do it. And we're going to go out there. We're going to make it super fun. Mimosas and tacos all day. We're going to turn the fuck up. Okay? I'm down for it. Austin, thank you again so much for coming on to the public affair. Thank for you. everybody that tuned in, thank you guys again so much for watching this episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe before we go. I definitely want you to stop opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of my very loyal awesome sponsors of the public affair of course the soco soccer academy with dominic gutierrez and ariana gutierrez located at 3304 franklin avenue they offer teams small group and individual skills training with elite skills training to make your kids superb star athletes because they are training with only 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 professionals that's right open play on mondays and wednesdays for ages 16 and older follow on facebook at soco soccer academy on instagram at soco soccer 254 and they also have a big soccer field that they're building they're going to start having leagues summer leagues everything you guys stay tuned follow their facebook page at soka soccer academy for more details congratulations to you guys for all your successes thank you so much for being longtime supporters of the public affair of course to jeffrey monreal home for all your led needs and auto accessories with foil box and audio installation of stereos door speakers and audio systems he also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and so much more he's definitely a jack of all trades he put that five uh, percent tint on my car I mean, that's why I can't see anything. In <laughs> Mind your business if you see the, the car on the, the side of the yeah, road in the arena, yeah. all right? Your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof to Jeffrey Monreal. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair Oil Box and Audio. To my very good friend, Mr. Jesus Sanchez from Mart, Texas, Brothers Roofing and Remodeling. He's a roofer. I want you to get connected to him. He's super awesome. From Mart. And, and I think it's so hot that somebody from Mart, Texas, watches the Public Mart, Affair. Texas. He's a small construction business from Mart, specializing in general roofing needs and so much more. Protect your home from the crazy elements of Texas weather with his high-quality and affordable work. And he also has financing options as well because that work is not cheap. Austin, you know that work is not cheap. Okay, it gets a little bit expensive, but he has a financing options for you guys to go ahead and make sure it's affordable for you. Follow on Facebook and call the number on the screen to Brothers Roofing and Remodeling with Jesus Sanchez. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Fatboy Michelada and Botana with my boy Junior Banda, which if you haven't had it, I mean, it's in South Waco and your office is in South Waco. Bro, have him fucking deliver to you. Okay, I'm just always in South listen, Waco. just call the number on the screen. Okay, yeah. call the number on the screen. He provides the best Michelada and Botana plates for yourself or for a party with a menu of ton of different items including Botana, Bos Chamois, Pickles, and more locally operated, so make sure you get the best and not the rest. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at FatboyMichelaliBotana and place your order now to Junior Banda. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I want to give an honorable mention to my girl, Ana Limones, with Hummingbird Party Backdrops and Decor. Call for all party decor, including beautiful balloon props, giving an extra flair to that party, or even, you know, balloon arches are in right now if you have a party. Yeah. Listen, Ana has got you, okay? Call the number on the screen. Oh, she also has wooden backdrops and so much more. Basically, for all your party decor, you got to hit up my girl, Ana Limones. She's going to hook it up, okay? Baby showers, king anything. She's got you. Call them on the screen to book Ana Limones. Thank you so much for supporting the public affair. I truly appreciate you, girl. You are the GOAT. To everybody that tuned into this episode, I've got more of the public affair on the way. Thank you guys again for all your continued support. To my very special guest, Mr. Austin Montgomery, thank you again for coming on the public yes, affair. Sir. And I look forward to making a very, very slutty cameo on his <laughs> podcast, The Growth Encounter. And of course, on his show as well, we're going to always keep it between us. <laughs> That's it. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.